politicians think they're celebrities and the celebrities think they're politicians. Where is the flipping world coming to? Broadcasting from Essex, it's Sunday in the future and you're listening to Salonomics. The Bitcoin price is predicting to be around about $40,000 and $1 will get you around about 2,500 sats. Forgive my predictions, we are recording this show in the future. No, we're not, we're recording it in the past to release in the future, but you get one. No, we could, we're recording on Mars, mate. Yes. <laughs> we're in space travel. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Gary Lineker. Joe Memet. Gary Lineker. Hey, oh, Joe. No. Oh, luggies. Oh, luggies. <laughs> That's very oh, harsh. God. You could have oh, said God. anything the... about his um, crisp salesman antics or his um, anti-Brexit, uh, you know, kind of politics. Tweets. Oh, it's, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't even understand why he had, he's got a platform to to preach his poison. Like, you know what I mean? He's a footballer. All right, he scored a couple of goals for England. It's, he won the FA Cup with Tottenham. Big deal in the scheme of things, right? What made him give? What made him have a right to criticise the uh, Brexiteers? You know, do you know what I mean? Because he didn't agree with their policies, their thinking, he, he had to sort of spew his poison on um, on Twitter. Yeah, but let me. Well, I mean, know, one uh, point I want to make about all this is, yeah. Gary Lineker gets paid by the taxpayers, so yes. therefore he has. Yeah, he has um, a duty to be hmm, less partisan. Impartial. Yeah, impartial. He, he has a duty to be impartial, and yeah, he shouldn't be, um, you know, as, a spokesman, as vocal, a spokesman for the really. Yeah, because he's yeah, being no, paid by the taxpayers, and and like I say, you're and definitely. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, would you curb your? Um, your speech if you're being paid by a certain group of people? Oh, listen, I, I would always be a master to my... I was always a master to my paymaster. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? And, and I wouldn't do anything to upset them. Exactly. I mean, I'll, I'll, you, you do eventually, but on, 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 a, on a scheme of things, no, you don't. And and, and this is the thing that t- today's media, we could go on about to the cows come home. You know, all of a sudden, right... So, Politicians think they're celebrities, and the celebrities think they're politicians. Where is the flipping world coming to? You know, a footballer thinking that he could criticise whatever. Do your job, mate. A politician wants to be on Twitter and on social media because he wants to be seen to be a nice guy. Do your job. Do your job first. That's what you're going to be remembered for, not for your comments. But let me tell you a story about Gary Lineker, though. Right. A friend of mine a few years ago was having stag do. Yeah. And I said to him, um, all right, yeah, well done, Ash. Yeah, where, where are we going? He goes to me, well, my friend's organ- his, his best fr- best man, right, organised um, a do in Porto Benus. And I thought, fuck, do I really want to go to Porto Benus? Have you ever been to Porto Benus? I never have, no. It's a lovely place, right? But the one place you don't do is go for stag do. Right. It is rough to be on rough like, you know what I mean? And um, anyway, I spoke to um, his best man, right? We said, well, what's the, what's the course of um, plans then? Because, well, we're going to start with Lilica's Bar, 
he said to me. You know, you know, his brother's got a bar in there. Yeah, Puerto Venus. Yeah, it's, he said, I'm gonna start with Puerto Venus. I said, just hold there, uh, Suresh. I just got a text message. Um, I can't come. <laughs> 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 there was no way in a million years, right? I'm gonna go all the way to Spain and start off at Gary Lineker's brother's bar and pay a penny. There was no way in a million years I was gonna do that. Yeah, I cancelled it. I didn't go. Good. Because of that, you seriously? I was never. I wasn't gonna entertain a fat mate. I miss my friend Stag do. But you know what? I can live with it as long as I, as long as I did not put a penny into his brother's pocket, I can live with that. Well, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to tie all that together, and and there is yeah. that look, even though you think I just randomly like abuse you with my um, <laughs> with my uh, yeah hair hair whoever comments at the beginning of the show. I mean, this one in particular, this goes back to. Um, you know where your salary comes from who's paying you and the the judgment that it causes you to have and the judgments it causes you to make right so we've got a situation in, in this country now where and where we've got a, a hair council that have joined parties with a prolific petition writer in the industry uh, and I'm going to give her a shout out Colette Osborne um, Hello, Colette. How are you? And I've, I'm just a bit bewildered by this, Joe. Everything we've learned over the last year. I received an email in my inbox uh, from change, change.org, uh, and it was about to sign another petition, right? And Colette Osborne has essentially written a petition to extend furlough for salons and people in the hair and beauty sector and after September the 31st. So when your salary is kind of the... Uh, what is the famous quote can, about can, when, can, when can, your can, salary... Can, before, before you, yeah, go on. go on. Before you go on, right, why does she want the, um, the fellow extended? It's all right saying I want to... I want well, I know, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll read, oh, I'll read what's been, you know, what she's she put yeah. on. The, but the, but this, is why I want to, this is why I want to connect it to Gary Lineker, him taking his money from the taxpayers, him, you know, moaning, whinging, whining on Twitter, you know, him dividing the nation in terms of like, oh, I'm Gary Lineker. You know, this is much, this is much like Gareth Southgate as well, promoting vaccines to our children. Do you know what I mean? It's like, hang on a second, there's something not right about all of this. Well, Colette, let's bring it all back to hairdressing. Colette, she's now asking for more socialism from the government to bail out hair salons. Well, I'm sorry, hair salons, but why, why do you think that you deserve extra money to solve a problem that's been here for 18 months and you've still not solved the problem that's going on with your salon? I don't get it, Joe, and this is why I wanted to bring it up today. To me, if you ask the government for more socialism, guess what's going to come down the line? Communism. And there's going to be well, communism <laughs> taking over our industry because but in order I, to I... get the bailouts, in order to get the handouts, what do you think is going to come down the line? More rules, more regulations, yes. more people but, leaving the industry. But, can, but, but, 
but can I can I just stop you there, right? I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, right? But for the sake of the, uh, the our listeners, right? You you saw using the word socialism in a, in a, in a in a in a sort of like a very strong indicated in in our industry. Yeah. I mean, Kurt Osborne wanting more uh, more um, extension doesn't mean she's a socialist. She's not asking for socialism, right? She's asking for more help. Okay. And and I kind of think that you you got to be very careful how no, you use I'm, the words. No, but I'm being all right. Well, let me read. Let me read the the petition. And then everyone can make their mind up. Yeah. Sign to extend flexible furlough to March 2022. And this is due to the increase in Delta variants. The job retention scheme is due to end September the 30th, 2021, which we all know has created another cliff edge for many businesses. The pandemic is not over. And we are now, and this is all in bold capitals, we are now in yet another wave due to the rise of Delta variant cases and the failure of the government to close our borders, etc., etc., etc. So where there's blame, there's a claim. So basically, blame the government for your business not being able to. I mean, look, salons. The, yeah, the whole yeah. reason why the chop the vat scheme didn't work, Joe, was because the government turned around to our sector and said, "We believe." We have helped and supported you in many other ways with many right. millions of pounds of furlough for you to which be able to Which we will eventually cope. pay. Which you know, taxpayers will which eventually taxpayers pay. Which taxpayers will eventually pay, which will, com- pay, yeah. will, which will once again increase price inflation. Now, yes. I'm not saying that... Well, no, I am saying. I'm saying she's completely going above her station now and she's asking the government on behalf of an entire industry... For more bailouts. And as we know, these bailouts come with caveats, Joe. These bailouts come with restrictions. These bailouts come with regulations. And the more... You've said it yourself. The more you ask for back, the more rules are going to come our way. Yeah. So we know salons have struggled over the last year. I think what she's doing, right, she's trying to be clever. Okay? She's trying to be clever by being... Stupid, basically speaking. In the fact that, yeah. Okay. Right, come on then. Come on then. Yeah, she, she's like my two dogs. Yeah, my two dogs, right? <laughs> she's being clever by being stupid. That's, yeah, that's she's a show stupid. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Don't be clever to be stupid. Look, yeah. she's supposed to be this businesswoman, right? She's got a couple of business interests. Now, obviously, the... Um, the Freedom Days has come. Yeah, it sounds all opening with Obviously, the numbers ain't coming in. Okay? Yeah. While there was a furlough, she was all right. Because the furlough, she was protected. Under the furlough scheme, every salon was protected. Yeah. There was, there was like the government, like you said, the government gave them a lot of incentives, not incentives, but there was a lot of um, There was assistance. a lot of support. There was tons of there support. Was. There was a, tons of assistance for every self-employed exactly. person, for exactly. every salon. From, from the business rates to the VAT to everything, yeah. right? Now that all that is gone, they have to start, she has to start being a businesswoman again. She has to start being the Clark Osborne that started her career 20 years ago, whatever, I don't know how many years ago. Now, obviously the numbers ain't there anymore. That and it, and it won't even come back again, Aaron. Those numbers that was there two years ago 
it's not going to be but a dead But this is my point, time. Joe. By right. her banging the drum, saying yes. we're struggling, we're struggling, we need help, we need help. It promotes her her ineffectiveness as anything she's done over the last year to prevent this from happening. We all can predict that this is this is happening and, and this is the, the, the hand that we've been dealt now. But the fact that she is putting herself above the parapet to, to whine and moan and whinge, asking the government for more money, it, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't make me respect her anymore. And the fact that no. she's on this pedestal claiming to be this person who wants to who unify her? the industry, one voice so we can all collectively talk together... That's one step away from full-blown communism, <laughs> in my opinion. And and I who have put, to use these strong words, Joe, because yeah, I don't yeah. think people understand what they mean. And I think no, we people need right, to educate she's, themselves. She's been stupid. She's been that's stupid. Stu- that's right. And she's, she's putting a stupid. huge target on her back, not just for herself, but for the industry. Because the second she turns around and says, right... Due to the increasing Delta variant, she's essentially saying that what... And and remember, Joe, I used to be a fraud analyst, and I used to have to understand what was written in between the lines and what's not being said in someone's text. But essentially, when she's saying the job retention scheme's over, the pandemic's not over. She's saying that masks, vaccines, all of those are still going to be a massive issue, and she's essentially promoting masks... And all the rules and regulations and the sanitation of the industry. She's she's basically asking, or she's basically promoting the fact that COVID affects our industry more than others. When there's so many people in the industry that have worked so hard over the last year to prove COVID doesn't affect their industry. And yet there she is on, you know, on this pedestal now promoting that COVID disproportionately affects our industry than any other industry. It's affected her industry. Well, it's affected, it's her, affected business her business because she's been it's too slow to turn her business around and to adapt why do you think, to the why, why do you think that? Because she was too busy beating the drum about things she got no, well, not no idea about, but that's not going to do anything about it. Yeah, so, yeah, she, so she's promoting bat, COVID one, now. But, she's going to be no, promoting she, COVID because the only way she can get any traction on this is to fundamentally say COVID, Delta variant, cases, masks. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine a world where salons, where we, we're now having to wear masks and visors? I sent you that, that picture of dudes doing swimming lessons in a swimming pool wearing visors yeah. and masks. I mean, yeah. if that's not absurd, going future, it, like for the future of, like, if that's what people think they are doing. Like, let me, let me, uh, if you go onto the Telegram channel, Salonomics, you can see this picture of two people doing swimming lessons with their children in a swimming pool full of chlorine, full of all those chemicals, wearing a face mask and visor while doing swimming lessons. If this is the, the lunacy that we ex- then as an industry we are completely finished because if we have people like this banging the drum for the survival of our industry by going to government and asking government for more money which will come with more rules 
then our industry's finished. We might as well. well, the, we might the, as well the thing is, though, right? She, 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 she wants. She wants to extend the furlough, right? Because she wants to get the benefits from it. Well, she wants the All money. Right? She wants to carry yeah. on her her yeah. her position on the Facebook groups as being, oh, I'm the oracle of all information. Come to me, and I'll help. Well, we know she's just harvesting everyone's everyone's data uh, uh, and what emails. What did I tell you once, many years ago, right? Mm. Uh, if you're too busy, if, you, if you're too active on face social media. Then you've got no time for your business, right? I said that to you many years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know, but the but lockdowns obviously, you know, got people very, very active on social media to build. Yeah, but if it, but yeah, but it's delusional, then, right? Joe. Joe, this it, this it person is... is delusional if they think that continually writing and petitions to the government. Who's supporting her? Who's supporting? I don't. Her well, the Hare and Barber Council. Council. They're the first people oh, that's more, supporting her because they've just, well. they've just got in bed. They've just got in bed together. With her. Yeah, with her. And the companies that are on the Hair and Barber Council website as supporters, uh, British Barbers Association, City and Guilds, Denman, Francesco, Good Salon Guide, Habia, KO, L'Oreal, Weller. They're all product companies, Joe. They're all product companies. And this is my problem with these councils. And they're all, support, and all supported the extension of the furlough. What? They must be. Well, they must be because by association. Yeah, by being a, 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 exactly. So they is in in other words, they're duplicit to, to the whole. Um, they are to the complicit to the whole thing. You know, this is yeah. why on LinkedIn last week, um, I I put that post. Uh, I did I share it with you? I know you you very rarely go I'm, on LinkedIn I'm, anymore because well, not really very rarely. They will they will allow me on yeah, it, mate. You're, you're, you're kind of banned, aren't you now? But, I'm banned. Uh, yeah. Essentially, what I did, Joe, is I I, I put a uh, a post up there, and it was just my uh, my thoughts of the day. Let me find it, yeah, just so I can enough. read it yeah. verbatim for you. Yeah. Um, uh, where is it? Oh, sorry about this. Oh, here we go. Right. So, tell me, if a council or federation's main purpose is to defend or protect a sector or industry from attack, then why so why do so many of them spend their time shilling retail brands' products to us all? Yeah, like, are they a mouthpiece for the product companies? Are they a mouthpiece for those retail? Or are they a mouthpiece for those people that are actually paying their subscriptions and paying them their license fees and what have you? Like I say, I think this is all wrong. I think if you ha if you personally are listening to this show and you have spent your £75 a year on registrations with people like the Hair and Barber Council... You need to cancel it immediately. This is essentially defunding you the BBC. You need your head examined. Is that what you're saying? Well, you do. You, need, you do. You I do. think. I think yeah. you've been duped into something where you think that these people are working for you. But my ultimate belief and my gut feeling is these people essentially are working against you. They're working for your. They're working for other people in the industry they're not working for the people who are actually paying them the, the license fee and that's all I'm going to say so I'm going to give myself a round of applause Be well no listen look they, it's like with any organisation right and I, and I can tell you they start to protect their own interest yeah alright you know look and I said I'm, I'm going to repeat myself again in our industry there should be no politics it's a very simple um um business client comes in goes out keep them happy they come back it's as simple as that yeah right there's no politics it doesn't discriminate it doesn't matter if you're black you're chinese you're this you're gay it doesn't matter 
Because at their day, that play comes in, they want their hair done, they want to, and they will pay good money to have their hair done. Mm. It's a very simple business model. Why complicate it? Now, if, if Kurt Osborne, right, wants to get into political um, shenanigans with all these professional bodies, right, then really she hasn't got a very good sound business um, acumen because she should be more worried about her business than what the business needs to worry about, if you know what I mean. Ding, yeah, I gave you a ding, of course. Right? So, again, she's been completely irresponsible to her staff, to her clients, to her landlords, unless she has a free low, freehold, to her mortgage, to her mortgage um, providers, to all the people that she has to um, run a business for, to, to worry about a certain group of um, people in the organisation who wants to see this, who wants to see that. Because that's their problem. When you're a businessman, you worry about your business first. You, you make sure that is solid, that is found, grounded, and that is operating. And then you can take a back seat. And then you want to get into points or whatever. Until then, just stay away from it. Yeah, there's a lot of energy she's consuming, yeah. right? On on yeah. sectors of the, the, the business which aren't gonna aren't gonna ultimately are gonna be futile because we know well, this. We know that we know the yeah. stats. The stats is something yeah. around ten thousand they've got ten thousand people in an industry of half a million and they are and trying to project onto us, you know, the, the problems in the industry. It's like the uh, other 490,000 yeah. people in the industry are just getting on with their careers. That's <laughs> they're right. getting on with exactly. things. And they're busy exactly. and they're working and, and whatnot. Uh, and they're dealing with furlough in whatever way they're dealing with their furlough. Do you know what I mean? But they're adapting. Exactly. The point is they are adapting. And this person just wants to drag us back into this quagmire of administration, bureaucracy, and, and fundamentally bullshit. And the other reason why I don't like any of this, Joe, and you and I have both agreed on this point over the last year, is that all of these councils, they're attacking the individual. They are attacking the little person in this industry, the freelance hairdresser, the mobile hairdresser. Every time they come across, and, and Colette Osborne um, has quoted as saying that she wants to squash all the people below her, and if if that's not if that's not a, 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 a you know a, an ideology which is essentially socialism, it's just essentially communism at its very heart. Then I don't know what is. No, no. Listen, I agree. That's why we started this whole thing in the first place, yeah. right? Because I mean, one day when I was reading um, some from a hairdresser, like, how dangerous for uh, freelance hairdressers it is to go to people's houses. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole oh, registration uh, the whole registration <laughs> narrative, it's about stopping people trading. Yeah, right? Exactly. They, 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 want, to be, they want to be able to control what's, what's working and what's not working. Yeah. They want to be, like you said, I, I can't see what your point now with socialism, right? Mm. I, I, I would even go even stronger than I say fascism. Well, it is, right? it is. Fascism is capitalism with violence. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is um, capitalism. Capitalism uh, in, 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 with in violence. Yeah. Right. 
right? So, so, so definitely that they they seem to have lost the plot. They have lost the plot completely. Well, I say I I see this as an attack on my livelihoods and your livelihood. That's what I see. Well, this they can't as. touch me anyway. They can well, never in the media. Look, touch we me. know that this whole thing's futile because the government come out and they said, you know, we've got no interest in destroying people's jobs. You know, that's right because eighty three percent of the uh, industry are not registered. <laughs> yeah, and they're not fat registered either. So, uh, not, right, right, so, so they don't so, care. It's small fry for the government to get involved and and to right. to destroy eighty three percent of people's So why do people join these um these yeah pay? Seventy-five pounds to join his hair and beauty castle. What in the hell would they get out of it? Do they get a badge? I know. I know you get a certification. You get a certificate. You get a badge. You get all of these things. Um, I don't get, know. I don't, get... I don't. I don't. I genuinely don't know. I mean, I told what you that you, you, you might be able to get cheap cheap insurance through them, right? By your association and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's a register. It is a register. It's it's you're paying seventy five pounds to basically go on someone's database that they can then sell you products through the various product companies that they represent. So to me, it's a complete waste of time. It's a waste of money. You're being paid to be bombarded with, yeah, utter rubbish. Yeah, with um, junk mail. I can imagine so going to um, the Hair and Beauty Council um, annual dinner party and you've got Colour Osborne. Um, Hello, people. Thank you very much. Yeah. We had a fantastic year. We got 15,000 signatures yeah. to extend the furlough. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then the government turned be... around and go, yeah, no, um, we, we've given <laughs> you enough money and it's too complicated <laughs> for us to cut the back and all I that mean, stuff. I so this is this It's is futile. I... So basically, Colette, please, just talk, just talk about business. <laughs> Like stop, yeah. stop this whole um, oh, you know, tyrannical can, can, authoritarian kind can of I, can you know, I, language. Can I say something, Killer? If you want to report, uh, you, you want to sort of like uh, give us your reasons why yeah, you support this. Uh, come please. on, come on the show. Come, come and tell us why we're get, wrong get and you're right. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Reach for, out for to me. Sa- I'll be gladly. I would, I mean, you know, I'd gladly, you know, let her on, get her on to the show, and she can tell us yeah. why what she's why why she thinks what she's wrong. doing is correct, and then Try and then we us. can give her a right good talking to, right, Joe? Listen, no, no, listen, no, no. Look, I'd be quite happy for her to talk for half an hour without me saying a word or asking a question and just listening to her, and then I'll make my judgment after that, mm. right? I think that's fair enough, right? Because. I would like to let her explain to me personally the benefits for the industry, not for her or for the for anybody, for the entire industry, why the extended furlough will work. And, I, and we've got to talk about the how, entirety of this, not as an individual, not as a, a, a reason or whatever, for everybody. Because the, the only way... Um, you get traction, right? Is when everybody's there together, mm. right? Totally. Well, it just, you know what I mean. So again, well, no, it's like I say, it's what Donald Trump said, right? We don't unite everyone through division. We divide. Uh, we we unite yeah. everyone through our success. That's right. And that's right. that success begins with the individual. If it's good for the individual, by default, it's good for everybody. And that's what these people. Don't seem to understand. Anyway, so, I wanna, I wanna just draw a close on that. I mean, let, let me just um, add. You know, Donald, you know, Donald Trump's. Um, you know, those sort of wildfires in California again, haven't they? You know. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, go on. They're, they're, well, no, because Donald Trump's all set, right? Yeah, they should just 
burned out, burned the whole forest down. They got a leaf mat, right? Now they got these wildfires again, which are just completely out of control. Anyway, that's Donald Trump for you. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to bring that. Well, no, because I want to bring the socialistic, anti-capitalistic part of the show, which was the first half, which obviously spoke about hair and barber council and yeah. And and what's the what's? Let's give her a shout out. So if if you if you're a socialist and a fascist and you want to go and sign up to the the, the what is it it's the um the hair and beauty it's <laughs> the the british hair and beauty collective one passion one voice, voice, um, voice. there you go it's tbhbc.org by all means and that, go and, and join that them my voice right is the fuhrer called Colette yes mine fuhrer <laughs> osborne <No problem>. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's uh, very harsh um, um, it is harsh but, but hey, you know it's a slippery slope it's a slippery slope, yeah. and 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 we've learned a lot a lot about um, uh, communism Is and she socialism. Married by any chance? I have no idea, but you know, due to the pandemic and the the vaccine situation in this country, uh, and that's that's to bring us to the next part of the show. I want to discuss about the disruption that's happening in France and Slovakia. Have you seen this, Joe? Are you tired with having to compete with the internet on price? Well, GoSalon created a system that means you don't have to. GoSalon is a web app that enables professionals to provide a user-friendly online ordering system for not only their services, but for their expert recommendations. GoSalon gives you four more opportunities to recommend your favorite retail products to your clients. GoSalon increases the amount of products that you can sell to your customers. You can sell those products to your customers for the same price as the internet with no extra work. GoSalon is open 24 seven and is found on your client's home screen. Sell whatever, whenever, to whoever you want. It's so simple to set up. Just go to gosalon.uk, enter your email address, reserve your namespace, and we will do the rest. Do it today, become part of the retail revolution. Go Salon, make retail easy. I have seen it actually, and, and I'm very disturbed by the whole thing. Actually, it is quite disturbing. We've got, I mean, rather than worrying about furlough, I think this is kind of a bit more, yeah, urgent, isn't it? Yeah, but I think we, you and I, have got two different opinions on this. Go on, uh, because I, I sort of see it as these demonstrations is the very threat to our independence. Not the vaccine, but these. These uh, demonstrations, because I, I, I kind of believe, right, that if you were to demonstrate about some, against something, right, mm. you had to do it peacefully. And, and, and in the last sort of, I think I got back to the, um, the Margaret Thatcher with the football hooligans period right where um you know where british british hooligans were sort of seen to be the 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 the, the, uh, the cesspit of uh, football right where you had the extreme right who infiltrated um, the traveling supporters you know i, I know as an arsenal supporter you've been our support we, we would go to away games right and that we were there there was sort of like extreme extremist uh, pretending to be football fans and have fights and these were organized fights with with, with other um, divisions and we kind of like sort of says to me that it, it, it kind of got more the narratives got more and more um, stronger and, and i was, and i remember so like working in the burton arcade when the um, the tory government with the the lib dems they did a they did a pact together right 
and the, the very the day Labour lost right the uh, election, there was a demonstration against the government, and and I remember Piccadilly being shut down right, and the first wave was like what do you you know there was a sort of like anti-government protect, uh, protection um, demonstrations, and then you had a second wave that was more violent. And then you had a third wave, which started breaking the uh, ATM machines, climbing up the uh, Fort Mason, and you know, even even to, uh, to the uh, Burton Arcade, because we were, we were watching on the balcony of the arcade, right, me and my wife. And you saw how aggressive these people were. And and these were like rent to mob. What, 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 what protest was this for? Was this Extinction Rebellion? What one was this? No, no this was, um, when you know when, um, the Cameron and the uh, the uh, the Cameron, Cameron's Conservative Party did a did a deal with the uh, the the Lib Dem with uh, Nick Clegg. Um, oh, so the whole coalition thing. Co- when was this? Twenty was this twenty thirteen? Was it? Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, when when uh, when, uh, when, uh, when they won the election, right? right. So this is just this was um, yeah, it's probably about ten years ago. So where was the rent and mob from? What were they protesting well, for or against? Well, no, no, because uh, the, the the first wave, right? You know, because I'm watching, I've got a bird's eye view, Aaron. Yeah. Okay, I'm watching it down from the arcade, because you've been to the arcade. Yeah, right? yeah, so We're on the style. second floor, right? So we've got a bird's eye view into the street, and you see the first wave of anti-government demonstrations, which is normal, and then you had a second wave, where the, where the, the drums got heavy and louder, right? Where they started shouting, you know, aggressively nasty, you know? And then you, you had a third wave, who was sort of actually more destructive, that's when the violence broke out. That's when the machines were broken into. That's when shops, windows were broken, and things like that. That's when they were climbing over um, onto walls and 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 um, pillaging things. You know what I mean? So, so was it, this it off showed... the back of like the whole Occupy Wall Street kind of movement? Was it kind yeah. of? Was it connected? Yeah, we wasn't connected. I was just more towards the government. Sure. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, like the uh, the socialist thing. Right? Yeah, but the same people that are going to get upset at. Occupy Wall Street are going to be the same people yeah. that get upset exactly. at coalition you know, governments, it, it, like uh, bringing out austerity. Because I think that exactly. wasn't that what it was all about. It was about austerity, right? Exactly right. Yeah, it's sort of the the the, the uh, that's right. Is austerity and 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 what it taught me right was that that there was it's it's a rental mob. There's this group of people right that go around agitators. They're, they're political agitators. And, and what happens is, right, every time there's a, 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 a political demonstration, right, which is quite aggressive, there's always new laws coming, new regulations coming, new, new scenarios coming, right, because people want to be safe. They want to feel safe, right? And these demonstrations don't make you feel safe, Aaron. They, they actually bring out the fear in you, you know what I mean? Especially the indulgent generation. Not when you're 20, you know, you're talking about a very diverse group of people, right? You know, people of my age and older are worried. People who are sort of younger, they think it's a bit of fun, you know what I mean? Mm. So so there's a lot of diversity. So you go and think of the, the older generation, they'd be shit scared and they would need protecting. And the police would do that. Politicians would do that. Because that is their role, right? To to serve to protect all right yeah and and i find the biggest problem right is that the more demonstrations against the vaccination and more aggressive demonstrations there's going to be more laws coming more um more restrictions coming and thus take away the very things we love which is our freedom 
right? Good. And, and I'm going to sort of use Martin Luther King. I'm going to use Gandhi as, as perfect examples, right? You know, Mar Martin Luther King, fantastic man. He, he demonstrated against the un in unjust against the black people. He did it peacefully. You know, there was, you know, they, they never attacked anything. They, okay, they defend themselves from attacks, but they never attacked anything. Gandhi as well. Yeah, he, he marched across all of India, never attacked anything. Do you know what I mean? Or destroyed a building or anything like that. That, was, that wasn't their message. Their message, right, was to get the independence that they wanted. Martin Luther King's message, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, right? He wanted the respect, the freedom, the, the rights or equality. No, he just like. didn't want to be judged by his skin colour. He wanted to be no, judged right. by the content but, of his character, right? Exactly. Well, but Joe, but my, my, my problem with your, your analysis of this... And, and it comes from the fact, yes, you've seen with your own eyes the protests outside your shop and, and how intimidating, yeah. scary they would have been. Yet yeah. you haven't witnessed Martin Luther King or Gandhi. That's being propagandised and come to you via, well, no, you know, via the no, internet, get... via the TV screen, but, but via but, but, the... You know, I mean, one of the greatest speeches I've, I, I love, bro. I mean, fantastic, you know, the, the, the Martin Luther's King, you know, it's a fantastic speech. You know, I have a dream, you, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic speech, yeah. And, and so yeah. was John Lennon's Imagine, yeah. Uh, but I Lyrically. actually do, but, and I remember but my, no, my the point is, my point oh, is, no, Martin Luther King, right? I was actually watching on television, there was a news, you know, do sure. you know what I mean. I was around yeah, my point is for those business owners that you know were in the you know uh, Gandhi and and involved in all the the protest march when people take to the streets yeah of course that's going to be scary but it's the ability to be able to do so it's the ability to have that kind of freedom of expression which oh, yes, like you but... say is being uh, there was a bill that went through Parliament last week um, and and six months ago where people were basically uh, it was now illegal to protest, like to have more than ten people at a march or whatever. I mean, I can't, yeah, I can't remember the, the is, exact things of it. Because you've got to understand, Aaron, right? every time there's a protest, right? There's violence. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, but you have to, you have to understand why do they want the protests off the street so that they can funnel them online, where the narrative can be controlled online via Google, via maybe, Facebook. Maybe so. So Maybe when people, so right, don't you think it gets to a stage when once people take to the streets, once they feel that strongly about something, and the whole reason why we brought this up is because uh, in Sunday there was 175 protests in different cities and towns across France against the vaccine yeah. passports. And that was all off the back of Macron last week saying you need to get vaccinated and have your passport in order to buy food from a supermarket. Don't you think... That when the mainstream narrative has been so uh, sanitized and so censored that this doesn't kind of news doesn't get out there on the BBC. Why won't the BBC be reporting this, mate? You'd think this would be oh, news, yeah. actual genuine news that people need to know. Yeah. But no, it's just COVID, COVID, COVID all day long. So when people yeah. finally do pluck up the courage to take to the streets to have a protest surely that is that visible that you know which oh, scared you yeah. into exploring why are all no. these people outside my salon 
demonstrated no, 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 listen, it. You would have explored. I, I've got nothing against demonstration. Right? I've got no, what I'm saying, right? You don't use violence. No, you I agree with you. I agree with you. That's what but, I'm saying. But but, but there isn't you know, violence. There isn't violence but, in a lot of these protests. A lot of these protests are, uh, are very peaceful. And then what they do is they send in certain uh, riot police in order to bottleneck people, in, in order to, like, manage it. And, you know, and, and the cameras only ever report on, you know, the few, you know, bottles that were thrown and the windows that were smashed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. But, but yeah, it's probably. that visual representation to people that there's enough people on the streets that are taken to the streets in order to protest about something. Something must be wrong. The collective uh, hive mind of... Hundreds of thousands of people take into the streets means that something's not right. And if you can't rely on mainstream media, you can't rely on social media, you can't rely on anything that you're fed through your handset or your TV, because what's going out on the streets is completely different and you're seeing something different. I think... I, 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 I do... I, I, I completely concur with you on this, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's a very unjust... How it it is reported? I mean, again, let's take the go back to the Gareth Southgate debacle with the yeah. Uh, the final, I think right? this is horrendous. I think this is horrendous. Million people, right? Watch the final, right? Yeah. Twenty five million, and yet there's only three tweets of, of, of and yet it was. It seemed like the, the whole nation's a racist. Yeah. Do, do you know what yeah. I mean? And 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 so, most of those tweets come from Germany and Saudi right. Arabia two, and and two, apparently two of them were yeah. Yeah, yeah, so right. so you know, once again, we had three, four, five days of how you know newspapers yeah. and everyone jumping on that bandwagon, and it was That's completely right. unjustified. Exactly, and yeah, and and we seem to be like a, a full of racists, which gives it more more ammunition to the people who think we are yeah. racist. You know, Jeremy, you know I mean? we're not. So you, this is what you this is what you blame. You're not blaming the anti-vaccine. Right, you're blaming the media. I'm blaming the media. You're, the the media yeah. are gaslighting everybody yeah. now. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. you know. Uh, and again, which goes back to the previous show I said, right? Politicians are not politicians anymore, Aaron. They they want to be celebrities. They want to be seen to yeah. be. No, I think, I think you're right. All right, I you, think you're do, right. Do you know what I mean? Give you a, and, it has it has flipped. It's gone completely 180. Uh, yeah, and and even our medical professionals, and this is what we've said throughout as well, uh, Valance and, and Witty, old tortoisehead yeah. Witty, they're up there because they are high on their own supply. They like smelling their own farts. They love being on in, in front of that podium. It gives them, so, so it gives them each a, an enormous sense of well-being, the fact I, that I they're give, important. And every I, day I they credit. go up there, we give these people far too much exposure when they shouldn't have it. Well no, I, I think I think yeah, being fair to Witty and Balance, right? I don't think they wanna see they want they don't want to see anyone They wanna see this this pandemic continue Do you think? Forever. Yeah, of course do they think? do. Because they're gonna be Balance, on that podium Balance, every day. Balance, Balance was one that was responsible for the uh, the flu jab, right? So he, he wants to save lives. Does he? Doesn't he? Yeah, he was he was responsible for the flu jab. He was one who actually got the flu jab for everybody. So he was responsible right? for making all that money for the pharmaceutical industries. Because like well, same no. with the flu jab, the flu jab changes every year, right? Yeah, but I just was saying, right? He's out to save lives. Which is a clever man too. So I don't think you know they're scientists, right? They scientists. shouldn't be on TV. 
putting they a fear of Christ into because everybody. The, because, because every because time the, they announce something, yes. Joe, they create more questions. They don't because answer it takes anything. Pressure, it takes the pressure of the politicians. Well, yeah, it? Boris, you know, yeah, Boris yeah, obviously, yeah, I mean, you know, gave them He's a knob and a half, he is. You know, All right, I mean, so so you're not you're not uh, you're not on Bojo's side anymore then. Oh, far from it, mate. It's, it's, that's disgusting. You know, he, he's completely lost the plot. I think. Yeah. Right, but you know, you know, he he, he actually doesn't understand what the Irish person was. Is is more it pleasing the elites, the environmentalists, these issues and things like that. I I really think in the next election. There's going to be a big, big um, difference. Yeah. I, I, and I, I really, I, I think there's good, there's a big white gap already, right? Now, let me just sort of like um, just flip it around with, with these sort of like environmentalists, these elitists, the, all these whole so-called people, right? Who wants a perfect world? Yeah. Why don't they just fuck off? You know, get get on Jeff Bezos's rocket and go to the moon and live there. Because <laughs> there's only a small group of people, aren't they? You know, what I mean, you've got eighty five percent of the world population is poor, right? That now it's all ten percent. They're just willing a good living. So the one percent who wants to sort of change the whole world so that it it suits them, why don't just fuck off and leave us alone? You know, with the the meat, the Emmy, the the the, uh, the journalists, the Gary Lineker's, all these people, right? who go around preaching their poison to us, how we should live. Just fuck off, mate. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And leave us alone. Here, here, I'm going to give you a round of applause on that one. Yeah, uh, H.R. Mencken wrote, the average man does not want to be free, he simply wants to be safe. Again, which is every government's responsibility, right? It's to, it's to, serve, to serve and protect. Right, that's what they want, but it's getting to it's getting to a point now where they they, go, and I think it goes back to the um, the um, the terrorism things like that, right? People of today's people of today are quite prepared to give up their freedom for safety, mm. and I remember going to work as a junior, right, in the seventies, mm. with the fear of an IRA bomb every day, every day, Aaron, right? And what was the narrative? Just continue with your life as if it didn't exist. Mm. That was, nowadays it's a very different story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was brought, I was brought up in that, uh, that culture. You know, you go out to a club, you go to a cinema, you go to underground, there could be an RA bomb there. You know what I mean? Almost, obviously they give warning, which I like these, um, these ISIS or whatever, which are much more aggressive. But uh, yeah, the RA did give a warning. You know what I mean? They were yeah. coded warning, weren't it? But, um, but well, how long, how long do you think it's going to take for the public to, A, trust politicians, and B, trust um, media outlets, corporate media? Well, I think, I think, the, media, I, I think the media is slowly dying. I, I really yep. do. I, I think they're, they, they seem to be scraping the bottom of the barrel right now because they come out with a lot of unnecessary stories. Like they're really trying to make... They're trying to sensationalise a lot of things. And, and as a generation... as, as um, generations getting older, they're getting wiser, mm. and I, I probably think they they won't they won't be around as as we know for the next ten years. But politicians, um, the next election is going to be very important. It really is going to be very very important because right now Boris Johnson's got a free hand, and well, there's it, no opposition, is there? I mean, Labour no want Boris to do everything sooner and harder. 
So yeah. there, there isn't, there is zero opposition. Opposition exactly. At the moment. Exactly. There's only a few so, backbenchers that are, you know, rebelling uh, and, it, and standing it, up it, against it, this government. But so there's... yeah, he's, he's, he's getting away with it, and you know, and eventually the um, I'll actually rightly so stated at some point ago inflation's going to get worse and and and, and taxes are going to get higher mm. right and, and that's when that's when it's going to be the uh, that it's all like you, you see the big problems really because yeah. right now all this is just smoke smoke screens it's just destructive noise that it doesn't need really and, yeah. I, and i think the media has to start to be responsible to come out with real stories like you sort of said about in france with the bbc um uh, and come up with some really good um, reporting. You know, I, yeah, I'm all for f- equality, fairness, and this and that, right? That's 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 being human. But to actually bring laws to stop me from being a human being, that is the real danger. Yeah, for sure. No, here, here, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it really is the, the coverage isn't impartial. It's so one-sided, the narrative, mm. and, yeah. and, and that's when things become tyrannical. That's when things yeah. become dangerous. And, and, yeah. and that's why we try and do these podcasts, because we must, I fingers crossed, I hope there is other people out there that kind of see our side of the story well, we, and we, we think a little pressed, bit like I, us, I, because... Like I say, I, I'm taking everything because it's just a blatant attack on the individual at the moment. I just it think is. it's it's scary. Um, it talking scary. of individuals and individual events, obviously, as we know, the um, Tokyo Olympics is going on right now. Um, I just wanted to change subject a little bit. I didn't want this to be too too much it's of a cool. downer. But did yeah, you yeah. see um, John Rahm, the golfer? Um, no. Right, so John Rahm, last month, let me um, give you the timeline of uh, events affecting the, the life of, you know, he's, he's got to be one of the top 10 golfers in the world, right? John Rahm is an American guy. So John Rahm got vaccinated and then he contracted COVID last month in June. That's and he had right. to withdraw. He was, a, he was six shots ahead in a tournament and he was forced to withdraw for having COVID, which is obviously when you think about golf and if there is not if there is a more social distanced sport in the world, it's golf, right? Do you know what I mean? He could walk around mm. that course on his own. Not yes. a problem. Um, so he had COVID and he was winning a golf tournament with COVID, which That's he then right. had to withdraw from. So then July comes, he's representing America. At golf. Oh, he's only gone and contracted COVID again in July. He's had to withdraw from the Olympics. So the vaccine's doing really well for, for John Rahm at the moment. Uh, under the is, current he paying for, is, is he paying for services that he's, he should be paying for? He's going to be skint. He's going to be skint. Look at all those winning checks yeah. Yeah. That, he's had he's to, that he's missing out on. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. So what do you what you got to think of that? What do you think of that? I mean, well, is that... I, I, just, I, I think he's just a party animal. It's, it's, he must be doing something wrong, bro. He must be going out <laughs> left, right, centre. Are you, you sure I mean? this is a disciplined, you know, elite sportsman, elite athlete? Anyway, no, hang on. I've, I've, that's an oxymoron. Well, Golf Woods, isn't a sport. We've, we've been through that. Golf's a hobby. Golf isn't oh, a sport. Yeah, but look at Tiger Woods, right? <laughs> I mean, he, he crosses marriage, didn't he? Because it was shenanigans, right? You yeah. know, I mean, these guys, they, they travel the world, right? For, 
Oh, they must get lonely. They must. Well, I suppose. I suppose it's you know being too good at something. I suppose kind of has. Yeah, and they're paying for services. I mean, they're mixing with people they should be mixing with. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. So he's does he travel around in a private jet? Of course they do. Yeah, he'll have his bubble. Of course, if a golfer has that amount of money, he's one of the elite golfers in the world. He earns millions and millions of dollars every year. Do you not think every single uh, thing that he could do to prevent him getting COVID, he would have done over the last three it's, months. Well, that's what I mean. So somewhere along the right, he must be doing something wrong, right? Or, <laughs> or, or, or you can't or. stop this thing. Okay. There's that. But then you 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 don't believe it exists. No, I, no, I believe it exists. I believe it exists, I, but I just don't believe it's as severe as what everyone makes out. Because if it was as severe as what everyone makes out, Joe, excess deaths in 2019 and 2020 would be up, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah they're, not. they're not. But but then, you know, so like, so the vaccination is obviously not working. But the vaccination says it doesn't prevent you from getting it. It just stops you from dying from it. Well, that's convenient. Right? You know, do you know what I mean? So you can get it, like yeah. like getting cold, right? Like getting a flu. Yeah. So, um, so I, I must have been. I, I did. So I did using using that well. using that, we could say um, the PCR tests, um, you know, give you COVID as well, right? Because look yeah, how many people do. tested positive after getting a COVID test. Well, after after especially the two thousand. Right? Like I say, That's it's it. too narrow. You, it's all these things are far too nuanced. I don't. So, me personally, I don't believe asymptomatic spread is a thing. I think that is something that they use just to perpetuate the whole selling of masks and to, to put the fear of Christ yeah. into everyone. Yeah, because I should. I think should be. zero point. I mean, they're basically they have tried to figure it out in percentage points, saying how much uh, how much uh, protection a mask gives you. And it is so minimal, it's so negligible that the actual mask will do more damage to your own respiratory system having to like wear it for prolonged times. Um, it will I, I do more damage it. to yourself through staphylococcus and from pneumonia and through the bacterium, from the oxygen suffocation that your brain has to go through, especially in young children. So they're the, they're the, they're the kind of the data that I look at. And that's not being reported anywhere. And like I say, I, I'm allowed to have this opinion because at the end of the day, it's my opinion. It's right? your right. It's your, it's, it's your, it's your I'm not right. out As... there telling, making money out of selling people a vaccine or uh, an experimental jab or a PCR. I'm not one of these people that go out there and are shilling like Gareth Southgate is because they're making, they're not necessarily making money from, but but they're being told to go out there and to shield these vaccines and these experimental jabs for our children. And Joe, I don't think that's right. I think I no. think that's wrong. These these jabs create zero 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 benefit for our children and they only create risk for them. Um, and like I say, when I went to Putchak Oh, I've got to give you my report. Did we? Did we? Did I tell you about this? No, you tell me. You tell me about you, know, you playing them crazy golf or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So basically, I went out Father's Day. Yes, uh, the other day because um, as it's you know, Father's we, Day. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, it was a very late Father's Day. I've completely forgotten about it. If I'm perfectly honest with you, mate. But um, 
but because we moved on Father's Day weekend last year, last month, um, we didn't get a chance to celebrate. Anyway, so the wife took us over to Lakeside yesterday. We went to Putt Shack. Oh, it's fantastic, Joe. If you like crazy golf and computer games, well, Putt Shack over at Lakeside is fantastic. It's got roulette wheels. You can ask questions, true or false, as to what, you know, what avenue you take around the crazy golf score. Uh, crazy golf course it's got screens that sense how many shots you're taking it it does it all it's all automated this is crazy golf that's automated and fun it's amazing anyway there was probably 250 people in this gaff yesterday it's a really big old place um it's right opposite the cinema at lakeside and they've turned it into that part of lakeside into an entertainment zone as oh, well fantastic. which is another thing that we speak about on this podcast about retail zones are slowly be morphing into entertainment zones but yeah so there was a fairground there there was a big dinosaur there was a load of escape rooms you know you said so you become a destination spot doesn't yeah it? you you love an escape fantastic. room joe didn't you so yeah so basically we went into putt shack and fantastic like my girls i mean evie rinsed us she got on the um the leaderboard actually yesterday she was really really good she got two <laughs> holes in one which is no mean feat um but yeah it was fantastic but 95 percent of the people in there i would say not zero masks no mask wearing at all and it was so nice to see Five percent. Did of the you feel safe? Or did you feel safe? Of course, I felt, felt safe. I felt. I felt like felt we was safe. back in 2019 before all this. Right. You know, all this went down. It felt normal. Um, but five percent of the people that were in there were wearing masks. Hundred percent of the staff. It... So the staff were wearing masks. Yep. And out of all the people that I saw in there wearing masks, a lot of young people were wearing masks like to, like you know these were healthy looking people in their 20s maybe teenagers all wearing masks um so so there, why, there, why there do you is, think there is a, why do you big why, divide though why do you think what I, I like i say I, I just think that they still think that they are invincible they're, they're, no no they're not invincible i think i think the five percent that are still wearing masks thinking that it still makes a difference to other people around them and i and i think this is part of the narrative that needs to be squashed going forward with everybody you know look at look at people like lewis hamilton wore a mask all year he never got photographed without a mask and got covid do you That's know what right. i mean yeah um yeah, you know so you when you look at the who changing the meaning of um herd immunity Herd immunity, according to the WHO, this year means you can only get hum- herd immunity through having a, v- uh, a jab, having a vaccine. Whereas before 2021, herd immunity was established by actually contracting the virus. So therefore, everyone that had already got COVID before the vaccines even came out have the ability to build up herd immunity. But of course, all of that's been whitewashed from public record and that's no longer now a thing. Now you've got all these so-called scientists now agree that we can only get herd immunity from having a vaccine. Which, you know, when they're changing the meanings of words and when they're changing the semantics of stuff, that's another indicator for me to go, hang on, something's not right here. Something's a bit weird and and needs a bit more introspection. Yeah, that's right. That's right, because their their argument is that they they always change the narrative right to get the message across, but it's not really because they they know it's completely false. In the they just keep changing the narrative, hoping that one will stick. Mm. 
really. Yeah, totally. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I agree with what you sort of said, Ash. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm they are flip-flops so much. But yeah. in my mind, yeah. my mind hasn't flip-flopped from day one when we started talking about all of this back in March last yeah. year. I've always been a, a Darwinist. I've always said, you know, you don't hide away from things. You expose yourself to them in order to be, you know, safe and to build up your own, you know, immunity. And you you do what you can control, which is eat well, drink plenty of water, exercise, you know, all of those things. You know what I mean? This is what I, this is what I think the problem is. I think everyone is franchising their own immune system out to a pharmaceutical company that doesn't have your best interests in heart. Did you know? Do you remember that nurse um, who spoke out against COVID last year? That uh, Kate Sh- Shemirani. You know, remember that no, nurse? Who, remind me. Remind the listeners. Uh, she 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 was suspended on social media for a, with her theories about the COVID thing. Remember? Yeah. Right. There was this. She was one of the first nurses who actually saw like saying that it didn't exist the COVID thing. It was is a is a it was a political is a government's fix and um, plot like you know remember remember her? I, there was listen I've I've heard loads of loads of theories I've heard loads but of then, theories about where it comes from. But, because there was a demonstration in London again this weekend, wasn't there? The anti-vaccine and things like that, right? And she was she she had a theory, mm. and I've just sort of seen her now. Right? I'm just on the um, thing uh, where she's sort of giving her anti-vax uh, theories. Okay, and um, guess who she's staying next to? Jeremy Corbyn. Piers Corbyn. Oh, I'm so close. Piers Corbyn, right? Now, the minute she starts doing that, I lose all credibility. Yeah, (laughs) no, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And, and, And like I say, it's because those chaps they take it to one level of extreme. But my my point of difference is I believe something sinister is going on behind the scenes, but I don't believe the people that are doing it are behaving like in that Machiavellian type fashion. I don't believe, I believe that they genuinely think that they're doing God's work and that they genuinely doing yeah, something which is good for society. Yeah. Whereas I think that that is the God delusion, isn't it? Where you think you're yeah. doing something good when in fact it's the opposite. And, and, and that's my, my point on all this. My point with regards to this is... One of my clients is a nurse, and my nurse has been on the COVID wards all year, right? And she's amazing. She she tells me a lot of stuff from behind the scenes. She's the only nurse on her ward that hasn't taken the COVID jab. I'm surprised she's still got a job. I'm surprised. I mean, I've not seen her for a couple of months, so maybe maybe this plot will thicken. But I said to her, so why haven't you had the job? She's like, it's simple, Aaron. The, the pharmaceutical companies that are dishing this out have indemnity from prosecution for anything going wrong. Yeah. That's a nurse. Right. And she's like, and besides, I've been on the front lines of this for a year. If I haven't built up my own natural immunity to it after a year, then do you know what I mean? She's been exposed mm. to it. And she hasn't... I mean, she might have had a, you know, a bit of flu over Christmas or something, but... She survived that, and it's not not a problem. Her ninety three year old mother got COVID. She beat it in two she days, and yet she yeah. told me this story about when they had like when everyone was finally allowed out of their houses and allowed to congregate again. It wasn't her mum that was scared to go into her house. It was her teenage sons and daughter 
that was afraid to go in her wow. house. Because the wow. teenagers were scared. Yeah. So I just... I yeah, like I say, I, I just don't think this fear narrative is 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 a long term good or benefit. No, again, for which country. goes back to sort of what I said earlier on, right? This is all government, right? Yeah, while there's fear, they'd be they're doing all right. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? They they will be all right. Is is when everything gets back to normal, then this government will start being questioned seriously. Yeah. Exactly. Right now, there's there's no uh, they, they, all they have to do. Trust no one. Don't even trust, trust no me one. and Joe. <laughs> we don't know what we're saying. You we can just trust say me with it. Haircut, though. You can trust me with a haircut. You can trust us with our scissors and our, yeah. you know, our skills. And we'll be going on to the moon. We're going to be opening up the first moon <laughs> salon. Yeah, uh, yeah I, no. Yeah, like I say, it's been quite a heavy episode, this, Joe. So um, uh, yeah, this episode's going to air while I'm on holiday. I'm going to schedule this. Um, All right. In advance, so <laughs> yeah, so we, we haven't got time to talk about the e mirrors, have we? We could do that for the next show. No, we'll, we'll, we'll save the e mirrors for the next show. Yeah, so basically, show. we've got a great capitalistic venture, it's not our venture, but it's something we want to share with you from 2018 that um, we was looking at into it's actually the Global Salon TV. Um, it was a Chinese gentleman that we met at Salon International. He gave us three the whole rundown. It was three years ago. He gave us the whole rundown of his e-mirrors, and and we wanted to look at these e-mirrors. And now we know that there's salons like Amazon Salon that are actually using these things. Are a lot of the claims, for example, increasing your turnover by thirty percent by installing that e-mirror? Are some of these claims? Justified and you know, do they ring well, true three years later? I, so. I think we could break it down. I could break it down to see where the uh, the thirty percent um, margin comes from. Comes from. All right. Well, that's your yeah. task for the next show, then, Joe. Um, right, is there anything well, else well, you want to talk about? No, oh, it's too no, late. Well, we've, we've blasted through the hour. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, poor Colette. I mean, poor Colette. Sorry, Colette. Look, <laughs> okay. you Let's... know, we we discuss these things with with passion because we care about our industry we're not you're not going to get backhand you're not going to get us talking behind your backs do you know what yes. i mean like the majority of people <laughs> yes. do in this industry we're going to put it all out there and if you want to come on the show and tell us why you're doing what you're doing come and let us know yeah we are not your enemy we're here to help yes listen if you think our speech is bad come and debate us with more speech we're not yeah. going to shut you down we're not going to censor yeah. you Exactly, and, and you know, so I, I've got to sort. Since we've been doing a podcast, right, the amount mm. of times we slaughtered the organisations, right, these professional bodies, and yet no one's really ever, no, so like, you know, yeah, whatever, you know, do you know what I mean? So it's saying something. Well, you, that's not strictly true. A lot of people agree with us behind closed doors, but yes, they never yes. go and yes, post. Yes. They never. Yeah, they yeah. never put it out there on on social. Uh, they never. Yeah, well, we'll just leave it there before we dig. Okay, right. Oh, anyway, well, enjoy your. Uh, where you off to anyway? You off your 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 summer oh, holidays? Oh God, yeah, Bridlington. Bridlington on the sea. Apparently, it's just north of Grimsby. So um, I once went to watch South Is United play Grimsby. Is that Yorkshire? It's up north. So uh, it's up north and. I already live. We already live in the Essex Riviera. Do you know what I mean? So my missus got it inside her head that this. So would be you go down market there. You, you go. You go. Yeah, I think we're going to go and tour. We're going to go and tour. We're going to go and see the family, and you know while we're up there and stuff. But yeah, we're going to go and 
have a wonderful British summer holiday in the sunny resort of Bridlington. Bridlington. <laughs> have you ever been on a Butlins holiday? Uh, yeah, my, bro- my brother was a Butlins Redcoat. I, I, I actually worked at Butlins myself, actually. I actually did as did well. Did you? What did you used to do? In fact, no, we'll, well save that for the next show, Joe. Yeah, That's a I, cliffhanger. If you I, can I guess... You, it was, it was, I think it was fantastic, my wife. If you can send send Joe a tweet, Joe Mehmet H. Uh, or is it, what is it? What are you, Joe Mehmet Hairdresser? Or Joe, yeah, Joe Mehmet H. Joe Mehmet H, H on Twitter. You send Joe a tweet... Uh, guessing what Joe's job at Butlins used to be. Uh, yes. For every correct answer, oh. I will send them 1,000 Satoshis for, via their Lightning wallet. Is on Twitter you want to go on a Salonomics uh, tw- on the Telegram page? Wherever. Salonomics, Joe Memmett on Twitter, yeah. Aaron Dawn Hare on Twitter. Yeah, all right, that's a good one. Carry all right. on. Maybe, maybe all pop right. into the Telegram channel. And for every correct guess... Of what Joe did when he was used to be employed by Butlins, I will send you one thousand Satoshis via a Lightning invoice, which you generate. I did two by summers. I did two summers as well. Two, two summers. You did, did two summers at Butlins. Wow! I yeah. can't wait two for years. you to share this story with us. Yeah. This yeah. Is it, it's be brilliant, great. actually. It's, been, it's actually been very creative. It was right. Very creative. Okay. So, so you're going to put a tweet out there. Um, in five minutes after the show, guess what I used to work at Butlins, at? and I'm going to retweet it, and then we're going to get sal- on Salomics. No, on your on your Twitter, we got to try and five, try and find people. Your... I know, but I'm going to retweet it. I'm going to get others to oh, retweet. Yes, I'm going to get Lee Stafford okay. to retweet. I'm going to get Adam Sloan to retweet. I'm going to get okay. Edward Hemming. I'm going to get them all to retweet <laughs> it, so we can get because this is fun. Uh, and for all every right. correct uh, right, guess, so, look, let me go to um, Twitter. But let's have a look at my, my Twitter account. Right. Every correct guess we get, um, if you generate a Lightning invoice by downloading Wallet of Satoshi from your Play Store or Apple Store, or you can download Breeze app um, from your Play Store, um, you can generate a Lightning invoice. You can send it to us on that tweet thread, and I can send you money. Via the internet that nobody can stop and nobody can take from you. So, how about that? Okay. As an incentive to follow Joe on Twitter. Now. <laughs> All right then, Joe. Well, look, I got to right, go. Mate. I'm starving. So. All right. Well, good luck, mate. Have it. Yeah. Maybe it. maybe we can try and do a show from Bridlington. Maybe I can give you uh, on the ground well, report. I don't, I don't think your wife would be very happy with that, mate. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll, anyway, we'll figure something out. I'll figure something out. Anyway, enjoy right. everyone. Thanks for listening. Hope okay. to see you all again soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye, mate. Are you tired with having to compete with the internet on price? Well, GoSalon created a system that means you don't have to. GoSalon is a web app that enables professionals to provide a user-friendly online ordering system for not only their services, but for their expert recommendations. GoSalon gives you four more opportunities to recommend your favorite retail products to your clients. GoSalon increases the amount of products that you can sell to your customers. You can sell those products to your customers for the same price as the internet with no extra work. GoSalon is open 24-7 and is found on your client's home screen. Sell whatever, whenever, to whoever you want. It's so simple to set up. Just go to gosalon.uk, enter your email address, 
reserve your namespace and we will do the rest. Do it today, become part of the retail revolution. Go Salon, make retail easy.